Welcome to Space Bar. I'm your host, Maya Morrow. Our seventh episode features Morgan Hamilton, social strategist at Antisocial Solutions, a thinking box company. Morgan shares her experiences launching her career during a pandemic, navigating remote work as a people person, establishing human connection and engagement virtually, setting boundaries for working hours, and more. We're excited to be sharing this podcast with you. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform and join us at the Space Bar. And now I would like to welcome Morgan to the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm pumped to be here. Our pleasure. We're so happy to have you here at the Space Bar. Let's start with what you do for work currently. Yes. So my name is Morgan Hamilton. I am a social strategist at Antisocial Solutions in Vancouver, which is a thinking box company. Um, So I basically work for a creative ad agency, but in their social media arm. Nice. We love social media here. I run the social media at Hilo, so (laughs) we're both in it. How did you begin your career journey? What led you to this current job? Oh, such a great question. I feel like I do so many events where I talk about this job because I have just this like knotted way into this. It's not linear at all. I started out in human nutrition. So I have a bachelor of science in human nutrition. Thought I wanted to be a naturopath. (laughs) It was very raw. (laughs) I love naturopaths and love the industry, but I just realized through co-op that I was not well set to be a healthcare professional. Um, Love the industry, love the vibe. But what I really love about human nutrition is the communication aspect and getting to the root of issues and behaviors and building community. So I got to do... Uh, an internship at a research uh, facility with Health Canada, community nutrition. And then I got to do a marketing internship with a food service provider, realized I love social media, I love marketing. Um, And then I spent a year working in social media for that company and talking to everybody I could in the advertising and marketing industry to figure out how I could get a foot in the door. And that's when I came across Miami Ad School. And I took their creative strategy program. I was part of the first full-time creative strategy cohort. uh, And that's how I found my way into this career. So I did a 10-week internship at Rethink. And through the program, somebody I work with on a group project found this job that I have now. And I'm loving it. Wow. That's incredible. It's, It's really awesome how like looking back, no experience was useless. They all kind of built up on top of each other. And led you to where you are. And then here you are at this awesome job. Well, and everybody I talk to about their career paths too, nobody has a linear career path. And if you do, that's awesome. But I think it's really interesting to listen to how people's career paths get twisty and turny and you go in circles, but you end up on the other side eventually. And I feel like no one's career journey is ever over. Like it's constantly changing, especially in today's world. Exactly. I think for a lot of people, especially people in like communications, marketing, people who are like very people oriented, I guess (laughs) you're always looking for the next thing because you always want to be connecting and interacting. Speaking of connecting and interacting, how have you been working since the pandemic started? So when the pandemic started, I had a full-time job on a university campus. But right as the pandemic hit back in March, uh, I started at Miami Ad School that following April. 
and the university campus went all online. Everything shut down because I was in Nova Scotia at the time. So I was doing school and work online for about four months. And then I ended up leaving Nova Scotia to move back home to Ontario. I did school online for the next year. And then I started an internship online. And now I'm in Vancouver for the last three months. I've moved to Vancouver for this job. And in Vancouver, it's a bit more relaxed. So they do have an open office, but I currently don't have a desk there because they're building a second space for everybody they've hired through the pandemic. So right now I'm working mainly at home and then I can go into the office to do hot desks uh, once a week or once every two weeks kind of thing. Wow. Yeah, so it's a bit of a hybrid model for me, but mainly virtual online. Yeah, so I guess you've always been kind of working remotely. Um, I'm curious from your perspective as just like a, as a people person, as a human interaction person, what's it been like always working remotely? Do you feel like you missed out on like company culture or finding your place at work, anything like that? <laughs> Doing a strategy internship online in the pandemic was interesting. A, because strategy internships are not structured yet. Like it's just, it's such a new thing in the industry that a lot of people are still trying to figure it out. And so to have to do that online, there was a lot of things that I think I did miss out on and understanding what agency culture feels like, how things work, being able to lean over and meet new people. So it took a lot of extra effort to reach out and have those coffee chats with people, stay connected. And the company did a good job of checking in on me, but obviously you still lose a bit of that aspect. When it comes to being online, I think it's really funny because I had to figure out how to be energetic and kind of be a cheerleader that a strategist has to be to help creatives through things, but through Zoom, like yeah. on a little Zoom box. So how do you bring big Zoom energy or, you know, like big energy that gets people excited to digital spaces is definitely interesting. Uh, but I think I've been able to do it. And now going back into office, it's like this weird transition of how do I show up in an agency? Like the first day back going into agency for the first time, I was like, what do you wear? I don't, what do you wear? <laughs> do I wear a suit? Do I wear jeans? Are sweatsuits appropriate? Because I had never gotten that experience as an intern. It was very funny. So I think the lines are kind of blurred and still understanding what the roles are. But when it comes to virtual, definitely just figuring out how to bring the energy even virtually and staying positive through it all is, is an interesting one. Yeah, it's it's very hard because working at home all day, I mean, it's pretty low energy. And then you hop onto the Zoom and you're like, okay, let's do some jumping <laughs> yeah. jacks before this starts. Let's get the blood Joke, flowing. but I've done that. Yeah, me too. I've done that as well before meetings. And it works pretty well. And what I think so is so difficult for a lot of people and most companies transitioning is everybody wants to have meetings to be on Zoom and talking with people, but then when do you have time to do the rest of your work, right? Yeah. So there's that really difficult stage where you have to be honest with your producers and with your supervisors to be like, I have six hours of meetings today. Like, are there things we can take off that I don't have to go to so that I can actually do the work I'm supposed to be doing? Exactly. Yeah, because meetings are productive, but then... It, the time goes so quickly and you discover new things in meetings that you have to do. And you're like, wait, I've been in meetings <laughs> for like 90% of the day. Now there are more tasks to do. What I love is always the question of, 
can this be an email or is this email better as a five minute call? <laughs> like how yeah. is it best to solve this? Yeah. Definitely an interesting one to work through. Exactly. Something that I always picture in my mind working in the office, because I've never really worked in the office, is um, just how quickly things would get done if you could just walk over to someone's desk, ask them to quickly look at something, and then walk back. So I think, I mean, working in the office, the future of the workplace, in a perfect world, what would that look like for you? I think what I've noticed about going into office is it is so much fun and I'm so excited to see everyone. But at the end of the day, it is exhausting. Like you kind of forget how to people when you've been at home for so long. And as much fun as it is to see everyone and as great as it can be being collaborative in a boardroom, you can get so much more done when you're able to write on a whiteboard together. I think having days where everyone's in office, whether it's one or two days a week, where you have those big team meetings and you can establish kind of the direction you're going and who needs to do what and really have those meetings together. That's really helpful. But then having the days that you can be at home to just pump out your work, no meetings, nothing, you can just get it done. I think having both days would be my perfect ideal. Going into office probably three days a week and then at home two days a week to really just pump out what needs to be done. Especially since so many offices nowadays are going into an open concept model that can be really difficult to get work done in. Oh yeah, it can be super distracting. I think, um, yeah, it's interesting because I guess everybody has different needs, but then, and it depends on the job as well, what you're doing, if you need to be in the office or if you could just do it fully online, but building relationships with your coworkers and just like working on things together in person it's just different. It is. Yeah. And a lot of it comes to who your supervisor and managers are and whether or not they can delegate work properly or who's in charge of producing or setting tasks. So whether you're with the same team and you get to build those relationships, you can do that online. Or if you're constantly bouncing between teams, it's easier to meet in person. Yeah. It really is an individualistic approach and it can be so difficult for companies to figure out this hybrid model. So I, I definitely have respect for people trying to figure it out right now and empathy for how difficult it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely hard. Well, and then figuring out messaging. It's like, I always make this joke because this is my first job in an ad agency where I can actually go into the office. And I was working when I first came out of school with a team, everybody was over the age of 37. They all had kids, anything. I was the youngest one there. And so I always joke that it feels like I'm just like corporate cosplaying. Like I just show up to office and it's this like fake me, not fake me, but it's just like this role I have to play. I'm like, does everyone feel this way? And so stepping into the office after coming out of virtual, it's kind of like, what are the things that I can and can't do? Like, where does the food go in the office? When do I get to step out to get lunch? Like all these little things I keep asking my coworkers. And they're like, it's going to be okay. It's exactly. Okay. That's so interesting. That's really interesting because it's like, should I even be talking at your desk right now? Are people going to think that I'm being unproductive or is this normal? Like, yeah, it's so interesting. Well, I guess because you've always been working throughout the pandemic, you started your career pretty much in a pandemic. What have you learned about yourself? Oh gosh, 
first of all, it's really funny to say that I started my career in a pandemic because it's true. A lot of the people that I've met and that have been really helpful and supportive, like I've never seen their legs. I've never seen them in person. I don't know how tall they are. They just exist. Exactly. Very funny, but you still have those human connections. So I've learned that I don't always have to be in the same room as someone for them to support me or to make me feel better or to help me through something. I've learned a large part about who I am is showing up and bringing that energy, which was helpful to learn when I was going into interviewing of something that makes me different and something on the teams that I always strive to bring and be. And on top of that, I've had to learn what my best working hours are, which I think everybody has kind of dealt with in this Zoom world and digital world where the end of work is such a blurred line nowadays. So whether that's me taking a half day on Friday to pump out work on Sunday, where I feel like there's no pressure and nothing that's holding me back or meetings I have to go to, or whether that's restructuring my day so that my meetings aren't at 7 a.m. with the Toronto team because we can do that digitally. So I've had to learn what my boundaries are and help set those. And it's still a learning process for sure. So to answer your question, I've learned that my biggest strengths are my energies and I should continue to bring that. I've learned that human connection can still be had digitally, but collaboration is unmatched in person. Uh, And I've had to learn boundaries, (laughs) so many boundaries. Yeah, it's it's hard to set boundaries for yourself because you want to do well, you want to get the work done, but especially coming out of school, and I can relate to this, we had our own working hours. So some people Mm. might be really productive at 11 o'clock at night, and other people might be really productive starting at one o'clock in the afternoon. And so it's different from everyone having set hours from nine to five to get something done doesn't work every single day. There's something so satisfying about leaving the office, like walking away from work, being able to leave it in a physical space. It's not as satisfying as just closing your laptop at the end of the day, you know, it's always there. Yeah. You're going to reopen it most likely. The biggest thing is learning that schedule a message on Slack where you can be like schedule for 9am their time. They get that in the morning. I'm not going to send it at 9pm at night or the send later on Gmail. More people should use that. Yeah. And it, it can often wait until the next morning. I think it, it's a huge part of company culture too, is setting those boundaries within the culture and understanding that if your manager messaged you at 9pm, like they shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. It can wait till the morning. Exactly. It's advertising. It's not heart surgery. It's not diffusing a bomb. It it can wait. Yeah. Advertising can wait. <laughs> Before we jump into our rapid fire questions, we're just going to take a quick break and we will be back shortly. This episode of Spacebar is proudly brought to you by Hilo. Hilo is a software solution used by building operators to attract tenants, boost revenues, and streamline operations by creating connected, engaged, and informed building communities. Building operators need to connect to their tenants now more than ever before, recognizing that people will be working from anywhere, including the home, forever. Unlike apps that silo one building, the Hilo Tenant Experience Network is the only solution that connects people to their building communities, neighborhood, and city where they work, live, or visit. To learn more about Hilo, visit hiloapp.com. And we are back! So, getting into our rapid-fire questions. COVID aside, 
Where would you like to travel to next and why? Oh, I want to go to Ireland so badly. I don't know why. I can't tell you why. I think I would just love to see the countryside for a bit. I lived in Nova Scotia for so long and I would just love to know if it's similar. Uh, And for some reason, I just love to be in wet, rainy places, I guess. Yeah. Ireland's beautiful though from what I've seen it definitely it makes sense that you would want to go there because I don't think that it would be too insanely busy I mean I guess it depends on where you go but it seems like it would be pretty relaxing and extremely interesting at the same time so that's a good choice on to the next rapid fire question what show movie or podcast have you been super into right now Uh, I'm re-listening to The Power of Vulnerability by Brene Brown. Recommend that to literally everyone. Podcast-wise, I always have 99% Invisible in my repertoire. Super into Sad Girl Winter. So I've been listening to Heavyweight, which is a Canadian podcast or Canadian podcast host. Uh, I've also been listening to Cove Collective and trying to keep up on their book reading list. Um, I've been falling behind, but I'm trying. (laughs) And movie-wise... I actually just got a TV last week, so I have yet to sit down and actually watch a movie on it. Whoa. Big step, getting your TV. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> Final question. What is the number one thing that you love about the workplace that you hope to see more once you're actually there more often? <laughs> I'm sad you didn't frame it as what you missed because I missed the free snacks and coffee, but I don't <laughs> love the free snacks and coffee. I love the people and being able to sit down and just chat with somebody. I think it's really lovely. And to be able to lean over and be like, I don't understand this term. Can you, can you tell me what it means? And then just telling me what it means. So yeah, I miss the people or I love the people. I miss the free snacks and coffee. <laughs> yes, that's good. You hit both sides. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. That's all that we have for today. Morgan, we had a great time having you on the show. It was so awesome to learn about your experiences, your thoughts on the workplace. And thank you. We had a great time. (laughs) Thanks, Maya. I'm going to go listen to some acoustic Spice Girl music and watch the rainfall. As you should. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. I'd like to thank Morgan Hamilton for joining me on this episode of Space Bar and for sharing her insight and opinions on how she's really feeling about the return to work. If you or someone you know would be interested in coming on the show, reach out to me at space underscore bar at hiloapp.com. Subscribe today and join us at the Space Bar.